اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم سورت الانشقاق سورت الانشقاق is a مکی سورہ and just like سورت التکویر and سورت الانفطار this surah mentions the events that will take place on the day of judgment and the first event that these surahs mention is the breaking of the sky the breaking of the sky here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says إِذَا السَّمَاءٌ شَقَّتْ إِذَا when السَّمَاءُ the sky in شَقَّتْ it has split open when it will be torn when it will break in شِقَاق from شِين قَاف قَاف in شِقَاق is when something is torn or broken in such a way that there is no way of mending it there is no way of putting it back together. You see sometimes if your shirt or your dress, it rips, there is a way of fixing it. You can stitch it back. But sometimes the rip or the tear is such that you can't mend it. You can't fix it. إِذَا السَّمَاءٌ شَقَّتْ When the sky will be split open, it will be broken. In Surah Al-Furqan, Ayah 25, Allah says, وَيَوْمَ تَشَقَّقُ السَّمَاءُ بِالْغَمَامِ In Surah Al-Rahman, Ayah 37, فَإِذَا انْشَقَّتِ السَّمَاءُ فَكَانَتْ وَرْدَةً كَدِّهَانِ The sky will break. وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا And it will have responded to its Lord. Why? وَحُقَّتْ and it was obligated to do so. Adinat, Hamza, Dal, Noon. Idn is permission, and Udun is ear. Adina, to allow, but Adina li, Adina li, is to listen attentively to someone. Udun, ear. Adina li, is to give ear, meaning to listen attentively to someone. Why? in order to carry out the instruction that is given. أَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا Why will the sky break open? Why will it break? Why will it split that day? Because it's listening to its Lord. It will not break for any reason except that its Lord commanded it to break. أَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ And Hukat, it was obligated. Who was obligated? The sky was obligated to what? To listen and obey its Lord. Haqaf qaf, haq, that which is true. And also, haq is used for a right. Meaning when it's someone's right, they say, this is my haq. And when it's their right, it means that it's the other person's obligation. Which is why rights and responsibilities, they come together. Like they say, it is my haq to take this. You give me my haq. Meaning it's your responsibility to give me my right. It's your duty to give me my right. So, حُقَّت meaning it was obligated. The sky must obey its Lord. Why should it not break at this point? Because its Lord has commanded it that it must break, it must split open. 
Look at the size of the sky. Look at how huge it is. How strong it is. بَنَيْنَاهَا Allah says we have built it. We think sky is just space. It's not just space. بِغَيْرِ عَمَدٍ It's been made without any pillars تَرَوْنَهَا that you see. Meaning there is an entire structure up there that is invisible to us. We cannot perceive it with our eyes. But this massive, huge sky, what will happen? It will listen to the command of its Lord. And it will break, it will split. Look at the obedience of the sky. It's going to be destroyed. It's going to split open, break. Why? And the breaking of the sky means its destruction. Why is it dying? Why is it destroying itself? Why? In obedience to who? To Allah. What about us? How obedient are we to our Lord? What will we do when He commands us to do something? وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ And when the earth مُدَّتْ It has been stretched out. It has been extended. مُدَّتْ mim dal dal Mad is to extend something lengthwise. To stretch it. Such that you completely flatten it. And when you flatten it, it means there's no ups and downs. Think of a ball of Play-Doh. What do you do? You take it, put it, press it. But when you press it, it's bumpy. Then what do you do? You take something else, roll it, so that it becomes completely flat. وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ On the day of judgment, the earth will be extended, pulled, stretched, so it will be flattened. Which means that right now, its state is not muddat. Its state is something else. On the day of judgment, it will be flattened. Which means that everything on it will be destroyed. Even mountains. As in Surah Al-Haqqa, Ayah 14, وَحُمِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ وَالْجِبَالُ فَدُكَّتَ دَكَّةً وَاحِدًا No sign of any mountain left. And as the earth is flattened, وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا It will throw out whatever is in it. أَلْقَتْ إِلْقَاءً To throw. What is inside the earth? What is inside the earth? So much. So much. Some things are big, some things are small. But there is so much inside the earth. All of that will be thrown out of the earth. وَتَخَلَّتْ And it will become empty. تَخَلَّتْ خَالَامِيَا Or wow. تَخَلِّي is to empty something out fully, entirely. Meaning there is nothing left inside. And تَخَلَّتْ you see the shadda. What does it mean? That everything will be thrown out of it. Everything, leaving nothing behind. The earth will become empty. Think of it this way. There's a pouch. It's full of stuff. And if you flatten it, what's going to happen? And if you put pressure on it to flatten it, it will burst. And whatever is inside is going to come out. The khallat, it will become empty. And all the things that we hold as so special, we value so much, we die after, we fight over, all of them will be of no value on the Day of Judgment. Look at how much people 
fight today over what? Natural resources. The oil that is inside or the coal that is inside or the gas that is inside, they want it. And so they will not even care about the environment. Right? And they will pass laws that will allow certain pipelines or certain things to be done which will be very detrimental for the entire earth but just money. Money is money. And forget about these big billionaires. Think about ourselves. What kind of things do we hide in our basements, in our boxes, in our storage rooms? Things that we hold so special. Why? Because we got it 20 years ago. We got it 15 years ago. Somebody gave it to us when we got married. And so it's so important to us, so precious to us. But that same thing has no value in somebody else's eyes. Isn't it? That same thing has no value in somebody else's eyes. But we will not give it to others who are in need of it. Why? Because it's so precious to me. I like it. It has sentimental value. And we fill up our houses as if our houses were museums. But what's going to happen on that day of judgment? Everything on the earth's surface, powdered. Everything hidden inside the earth, thrown out. Who will take it? Who will run after it? Nobody. وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ The earth will become empty. وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ And why will the earth do this? Because it has obeyed the command of its Lord. Why did it obey the command of its Lord? Because وَحُقَّتْ It was obligated. Allah commanded that the earth should be flattened and the earth is flattened. Why? Because it must. Why? Because Allah ordered it. Remember, the sky, this earth are loyal to Allah. They're obedient to Allah. They will not protect us. They will not save us. The only one who can save us is Allah. So run to Him. وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ Obey Him. يَا أَيُّهَا الْإِنسَانِ O human being. Every single human being is addressed here. إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَى رَبِّكَ Indeed you are laboring towards your Lord. How? كَدْحًا Continuous laboring. فَمُلَاقِي So you will meet it. What will you meet? It meaning your kadh. Your laboring. Or another interpretation is, فَمُلَاقِي You will meet him. Who? Your Lord. What is kadh? Kadh is sa'i. To strive. To work hard. To labor. To employ oneself actively. Meaning to exert one's effort. To work hard. To do what? To do something. Whether it is good or it is bad. It could be good or it could be bad. But kadh is synonymous to sa'i. What is sa'i? To strive. And kadh is also to strive, to work hard. It is said kadha is to get scratched. And many times when you're working hard, do you get scratched? Do you? And if someone is saving their body from scratches, will they get any work done? No. This is part of life, isn't it? And the older a person gets, and the more work they do, the more scratches, the more wounds, the more cuts and marks they get on their body. Isn't it? You see, some hands 
are such that they're very fine, very delicate. I mean, no sign of hard work on them. Because those hands have never washed a dish. Hmm? Or never written. And then there's other hands that show signs of toil, that these hands are busy hands. Busy. Isn't it that if you're writing too much, what happens? Your finger, it dents, doesn't it? And people who are constantly working in the kitchen or, or doing a certain kind of a job, working in the garden even, or working in a factory, working with tools in construction, you see those signs on the hand. Isn't it? This is qadr. Hard work. Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الْإِنسَانِ إِنَّكَ كَادِحِ Oh human being, you are toiling. You are working very hard. Meaning life is toil. Could be in good work or it could be in bad. Could be in useless. But whether you do something useful or you do something useless. Whether you do something that's going to benefit you in the akhirah or you do something that is not going to benefit you in the akhirah. Life will be toil. You see when Adam salam he was sent to Jannah, he was warned. That don't let shaitan get you out of here. Why? Because for you in Jannah, what do you have? You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to work hard. But in the world you have to. Life is toil. It is also said that kadr is to work hard to get somewhere, to achieve something, while suffering loss and pain and hardship and difficulty and hurt. But you keep working, working, working. Why? Because you need to, you have to. And isn't that how life is? Because ila rabbik, towards your Lord, this life is a journey. It's not stagnant. It's not still. You're constantly moving. And what is the speed of life? 60 seconds a minute, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, or 31 days a month. This is the speed of life. It's moving, moving. And in this movement is what? Gadh. There is hardship, there is toil, there is exertion. What does this mean then? Everyone's life is difficult. But the thing is that, فَمُلَاقِيهِ At the end of your life, you're going to meet your toiling. You will see where your life went. What is it that you worked for? What is it that you strove for? You know, we think that some people, their lives are very easy. Like who? Like who? People who've got money, maybe? We think their life is very easy. Or, who else? Be honest here. Whose life is easy? Who's living a great life? Yes? Okay, people who are very attractive. Okay, I like your honesty. What else? Yes? People who may be very smart at school, who get good marks, who are studying in great programs and great universities. Or who else? Maybe people who are famous. Right? And so we look at them, they're working hard. And then we look at ourselves and we say, yeah, I want to get there too. But I can't do it. They did it because they were born with talent. 
they did it because they had it easy. They're gifted. No, if you look at their life, they have their own set of challenges. Nobody has it easy in life. Everybody faces difficulty. Because Allah addresses all people. Ya ayyuhal insan, innaka kadihun. So you know what that means? What that means is that whether you're working full time or you're not, you're going to experience difficulty in life. You understand? Whether you are spending your day doing a lot of important work or you're spending your day just relaxing, you are going to face difficulty. Is that true? How? How can a person face difficulty or toil or exertion while they're chilling at home? Don't they have to go up and down the stairs? Don't they have to go get their food? Don't they have to do laundry? Yes. Exactly. And the guilt that I'm not doing anything, even that is very difficult to live with. People who are studying in great programs in great universities, who've got the best teachers maybe, best professors maybe, don't they have their own set of difficulties? Yes, they do. Our problem is that we keep comparing ourselves with others. She can do this, he can do that because... Because... He's got no problems in life. She's got no problems in life. I can't. Because you know, I have this and this and this and this going on. Everybody has something going on in their lives. Everybody. Every single human being. You know, the other day I was at home and somebody visited me. And uh, my kids asked me about dinner. And I said, okay, I'll just make it. And you know, there was a discussion about making dinner. She's looking at me she's like, so when you're at home, you're... You're at home. You're not a teacher, right? You're normal. I'm like, yeah. I'm a human being. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. And when I'm home, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I do what moms do and I do what wives do. This is the thing. Everyone faces difficulty in life. So think about where your days and your moments are going. Because whether you choose to do that you might think is easy or something that you might think is difficult, ease is not guaranteed in life. I mean, we always very admire the people who are famous, who have so much wealth. And apparently it seems like their life is perfect. And recently I started watching The Crown. My children, they recommended me that it has very... I mean, it's not only about the royal family, it's okay. about the British history also. Mm-hmm. So I started watching it and in the very beginning it was like the, I mean, they have the crown on their head but the toil and the ransom they have to pay for that that being the daughter, she cannot even mourn for her father properly with someone very dear to her and uh, when she came back from a foreign tour and her husband wanted to give her a shoulder to lean on but the people around her, they said that no, the crown should proceed alone. And it was very difficult for the people, I mean, to have that heavy burden. Mm-hmm. So I was just... So everybody about has it. their Thank own you. set of problems. I mean, I remember I was in Pakistan some time ago and, um, you know, you're so used to doing things yourself here, right? So I was there and somebody said, okay, you know, your clothes can be washed and they can be ironed. And I'm like, okay, sure. And uh, 
they came back and they weren't ironed properly and they weren't washed properly. So I was like, you know what? I can't manage, I can't deal with this. I'd rather do it myself, right? So here there are people pitying me that I have to wash and iron myself. And I am pitying them that they have to ensure that somebody does it properly. Isn't it? Everybody's got their own set of difficulties. Nobody has it easy. What matters is, where is your life going? Stop searching for ease, because you're not going to get ease in life. You're not going to get ease in life. It is going to be difficult. There is going to be toiling. For what are you toiling then? For what are you working then? Something that will just bring you temporary enjoyment in this life or something that will bring you happiness in the hereafter. إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ كَدْحًا فَمُلَاقِيهِ You're going to meet your kadh. What do you want to see tomorrow? What did you work hard for? What did you strive for? What did you run for? What did you get tired in for? Because we all get tired at the end of the day, isn't it? There are people who will go spend their entire day at the mall or a theme park, they will be tired. And there is another person who spent their entire day doing useful work and they will also be tired. Everybody goes to bed. How? Tired. And if you're not tired, then you don't feel like going to bed, isn't it? You have to do something to get tired and then get to bed. إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ كَدْحًا Where is your life going? What are you toiling for? فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ Because you're going to find your toiling recorded where? In your book of deeds. And that you're going to meet on the day of judgment. So the person who's given his book of deeds in his right hand, فَسَوْفَ يُحَاسَبُ حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا Then that is the person who will be judged with an easy account. حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا Because Allah will call people to account on the day of judgment. So the one who's given his record in the right hand, easy account. What does it mean by that easy account? We learn in a hadith that the Prophet ﷺ said, مَن نُوقِشَ الْحِسَابُ عُذِّبَ The one who is interrogated in the questioning, then he will be punished. Meaning the person who is asked, why did you do this? How come you did that? Then such a person, what justification will he have? If Allah asks a person, why did you do this? What justification can we give? Will any justification work? It cannot. Because who's the greatest? Allah is. Who deserves to be obeyed? Allah no matter how difficult the circumstances. Isn't it? So the one who is questioned, he will be punished. So what does it mean by حساب يسيرا then? That a person's deeds are presented, they are displayed, but he's not interrogated. This is why we have been taught the dua, Allahumma hasibni حساب yasira. Because really, if we're asked, why didn't you pray properly? Why didn't you have khushur? Why did you speak to your father like that? Why did you delay your salah? What's the answer? 
What can we say at that time that will save us? Nothing will work. Allahumma hasibna hisaban yasira fa'amma man utiya kitabahu biyamini fa'sawfa yuhasabu hisaban yasira wa'yanqalibu and he will return ila ahlihi to his family masrura delighted in happiness masrur from sir you see this is such pleasure which is in the heart which is inside because sir is a secret he will go to his family or his people happy inside his heart and this kind of happiness you know that enters your heart can you keep it inside does it stay inside no it comes out man utiya kitabahu but as for the one who was given his record wara'a dhahri wara'a behind dhahri his back why behind his back why don't we learn that some people will be given their record in their left hand yes either the records will be given in the right hand or the left hand so what it means by behind the back is that when a person will be given his record he will try this person will try to take it in his right hand but it is said that his right hand will be tied to his neck so he won't be able to reach out with his right hand so what does that mean the only way that he can take it is in which hand the left hand so he will put his hand behind his back i don't want it but when he will put his hand behind his back he will be given the record there behind his back in his left hand not in the right hand or that as a person is given his record in the left hand out of embarrassment he will hide it behind his back so that nobody will see him he will try to hide but will he be able to hide no wa amma man utiya kitabahu wara'a dhahrihi fasawfa yad'u thubura he will call out for destruction you see when you're handed something that is a source of embarrassment You can't keep looking at it. You can't have it in front of you. If you get a traffic ticket, what do you do? Display it? Do you? You hide it. Some people hide it from their parents. Some women hide it from their husbands. Because they know they're going to get in trouble. Or if anything, it's going to be embarrassing if people find out. If you get a bad transcript, bad transcript, What happens to that? Where do you keep it? If you could get rid of it, you would get rid of it. فَسَوْفَ يَدْعُوا ثُبُورًا But there is no way of getting rid of the record of deeds. There is no way. And in the book is what? What is written? All the toiling that a person has done all his life. But if given in the left hand, يَدْعُوا ثُبُورًا He will call for ثُبُور. What is ثُبُور? Destruction. Musa alayhi salam said to Fir'aun that I think that you are mathbura. Inni la'adhunnuka ya Fir'auna mathbura. You are going to be destroyed. Basically, thabara yathburu is when a wound goes bad. It gets infected. And back in the day when a wound would get infected, it's getting worse. There is pus oozing out. It's getting deeper. It's more painful. It's more swollen. And a person has fever. What does it mean? It meant death. فَسَوْفَ يَدْعُوا ثُبُورًا He will 
call for death. He will cry out for destruction. He will say, Oh, I wish I could die. Ya thaburah. Why? Because he knows what is coming. وَيَصْلَى But will any destruction come upon him? Will any death come upon him? No. يَصْلَى He will enter to burn. In what? In sa'ira. In heat. In a blaze. Which blaze is this? The blaze of hellfire. But the same person, إِنَّهُ كَانَ فِي أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا He used to be very happy in his family. You see? Toil versus ease. If you're striving for Jannah, you're working. There's no break for you basically. Because فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ Some of you might be thinking, well, okay, the course is coming to an end finally after five years and we've been, I think I'm going to volunteer in the next course somehow, but I don't know. I'm tired. I don't know if you were thinking like that, but these thoughts do come. I'm tired. I want a break. I really want a break. I've been working hard for so long. I want to have it easy. I want to have those days when I can wake up at like 11 in the morning on a Saturday and eat a nice pancake breakfast and then, you know, clean a little or, you know, go somewhere, have some fun, have some downtime, have some, you know, just relax. I've forgotten how to do that on the weekends. I haven't done it in five years. But this life is toil. Just because you're waking up at 11 doesn't mean you'll be fresh. And doesn't mean that just because you're home, your time will be very relaxed. No. There's a different set of toiling at home. And there's a different set of toiling at work. There's toil everywhere. Choose the toil that will bring you results. Because the one who's looking for ease and comfort in this life, Look at what's mentioned. إِنَّهُ كَانَ فِي أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا He used to be very happy in his family. This doesn't mean we're not allowed to be happy in our families. We are allowed to. The Prophet ﷺ would spend time with his family and he would laugh and smile and relax. He would. But when the time of prayer came, when the time to do something for the sake of Allah came, then what happened? He went forth for that. What do we learn in the Qur'an? When the Prophet ﷺ went out for the battle of Uhud. What are the verses? وَإِذْ غَدَوْتَ مِنْ أَهْلِكَ You set out early in the morning, leaving behind your family. He set out early in the morning, leaving behind who? His family. And he set out in the way of Allah. Wasn't that journey exhausting? Wasn't it difficult? What did he leave at home? Some level of comfort. If anything, companionship. He left that. For what? For working in the way of Allah. This life is toil. Choose the toil that will benefit you. Because the one who's just searching for ease and happiness now, look at the regrets later. إِنَّهُ كَانَ فِي أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا Masrur, one who is in the light. Having a great time. Eating, drinking, entertaining themselves. إِنَّهُ ظَنَّ أَلَّنْ يَحُورُ Because he used to think that he was never going to return. يَحُورُ حَورُ اللَّهُمَّ إِنِّي أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنَ الْحَورِ بَعْدَ الْكَوْرِ حَورُ Kaur is to wrap up, to assemble, to put together. 
That when a person's affairs are settled, or when a person is upon guidance, that is the state of kawr. And hawr is what? Fragmented, or lost. Trying this, trying that. No, this is no fun. I'm going to do that. No, I don't like it. It's like wasting their time. So hawr is the opposite of kawr. Kawr is to wrap. إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ And hawr is to Hawr is to unravel. Okay? To unravel. And from this, Hara Yahuru, Hara Yahuru is to return. Okay? To return. So, Innahu Dhanna Allah Yahur. He used to think that he was never going to return. Return where? To the hereafter. To his Lord. Meaning for him, all that mattered was what? His life in the world. I want to have it now. I want to have fun now. I want to relax now. Who is it that can delay gratification? That can delay some rest? Who? Who? The one who believes in the hereafter. Isn't it? Is it exam season for you girls? Yeah? Exam season? What does it mean? Hmm? Either you have a test coming up or you have some assignments due or you have some papers due and books that you haven't opened because you were busy doing something else. Right? You weren't wasting your time. You were busy. You have so many tests even in your weekend course here. Right? But then I can understand you must be stressed out. Because every other day there's something due. Isn't it? You must be worrying. But what do you tell yourself? The winter break is coming. Right? I'll just work really hard. It's just two more weeks. I'll just work really hard and then I have a break coming. I can relax then. Is it? Are you thinking like that? Hopefully you are. Because if you don't think like that and you say, no, I don't care about my exams. I have to go shopping now. I don't care about my exams. I really want to relax now. If you do that, are your studies going to get affected? They will. So the one who knows there is an end, can he work hard? Yes. He can work hard right now. But the one who doesn't believe in the end, can he work hard? No. Can he sacrifice? No. He doesn't even want to go to school anymore. He doesn't even want to study. إِنَّهُ ظَنَّ He used to think that he would never return to Allah. And you see, this is how we should live through life. Any difficulty that's coming up in the way of Allah, just remind yourself, it's just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know how you say, just a couple of weeks left for this semester. Right? Or a couple of weeks left at work. And then I'm going to have my vacation. Then I'm going to have my holidays. This is how we should be living this life. Yes, it's difficult, but akhira, akhira. Akhirah. Keep the akhirah in mind. Bala inna rabbahu kana bihi basira. Bala, but yes, indeed his Lord of him was ever seeing. Meaning his Lord was watching him the entire time. This person was living his life as if he was never going to return to Allah. Chilling. But Allah was watching him the entire time. Fala uqsimu bishafaq. Fala, so no, or la, za'id over here to make the oath stronger. 
اقسم بالشفق اي سوير باي ذا شفق وات از شفق شين فقاف توايلايت جلو اتس بيسيكلي ا ميكستشر اوف لايت اند داركنس as the sun is setting or the sun is rising what do you see in the sky is it completely dark no is it completely bright like the day no twilight reddish pinkish all these beautiful colors this is shafaq so fala uqsimu bishafaq i swear by the twilight glow walayli and i swear by the night wama wasaq and all that it envelops wasaqa waw sin qaf wasaqa is to gather together the different and scattered parts of something and then take them away the word wasaq is also used for a large measuring cup so the night and that which it envelops because what happens in the night darkness covers everything or because of darkness all the creatures or many creatures they come together wal layli wa ma wasaq wal qamari and i swear by the moon idha tasaqa when it becomes full ittisaq waw sin qaf again ittisaq is over here it's referring to when the moon is full because when the moon is half or only a crescent we only see a part of the moon when it is full we see all of the moon isn't it so what does wasaqa mean to gather all the parts it tasaqa it becomes full it becomes complete because when you gather all the parts of something it becomes complete i swear by the moon when it becomes full what is the response to this oath la tarkabunna tabaqan an tabaq you will certainly embark upon a tabaq after tabaq tarkabunna rakaf ba to ride you will embark one tabaq after a tabaq what is tabaq two meanings basically remember tibaqa skies how are they one layer on top of the other one level on top of the other so tabaq is layer level that is followed by another that is followed by another allah takes such a strong oath over here and look at the things that he's taking an oath by twilight glow because it's going to be over within a few moments the night because it came and it's going to go away right and then the moon because it became full but how many days is it full for how many nights only 3 and then what happens starts diminishing again this is exactly how life is you're in one stage of life and it's so important to you that you've forgotten everything else because of it but this stage of life is going to be over before you know it isn't it are there phases of life are there stages yes right now this semester is so important to you you're crying because of it you're maybe delaying your prayers or skipping prayers because of it but before you know it this will be over before you know it your degree will be over so then does it make sense that you're worrying about something that is temporary and you're ignoring that which is eternal you understand You're not going to stay in the state forever. It's going to move. You're going to move from this step to the other, to the other, to the other. But what happens when we are in one phase of life? What happens? We make it our reality, the purpose of our existence. What happens when a girl is getting married? Oh, everything has to stop because you know, I'm getting married. Everything has to. And can I be allowed to even miss my prayers? Can I be allowed to 
Do tayammum? لَتَرْكَبُنَّ طَبَقًا عَنْ طَبَقًا This is not permanent. You're going to move from this to the next step. The other meaning of tabak is, tabak means shidda, difficulty. You will move from one difficulty to the next. And isn't that how life is? You're experiencing some difficulty and you say, if only this problem could be solved. That problem eventually it is solved. Then what happens? Another chapter. Isn't it? Another difficulty. You thought 207 was hard. Well, wait till 309. And then wait till 404. You know what I'm talking about? Courses at your school. Right? You thought this was hard. Writing a paper was hard. Well, wait till you have to write. You thought writing a five-page paper was hard. Wait till you have to write ten-page paper. Where you have to cite twenty articles. Right? Difficulties will increase. So, what's the message here? No matter how much they increase, they will pass on. So don't make them the purpose of your existence. Because the greatest difficulty is coming. The most permanent state is coming. Prepare for that. Worry about that. فَمَا لَهُمْ So what is wrong with these people? That لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ They don't believe. وَإِذَا قُرِئَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقُرْآنِ And when the Qur'an is recited to them, لَا يَسْجُدُونَ They don't prostrate. They're not affected by the Qur'an. What's wrong with them? بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يُكَذِّبُونَ But those who have disbelieved, they deny. وَاللَّهُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا يُعُونَ And whatever they are doing in their denial, Allah knows about it. يُعُونَ Whatever they are collecting. يُعُونَ from وِعَاء Remember وِعَاء? Container, vessel. Yu'un, whatever they are gathering. Remember our deeds are what? What we are collecting. Not the things. The things we collect, finished. You go shopping, you buy 10 dishes, and I guarantee you, all 10 of them will break. They will. Eventually. What will stay in your container, in your backpack, is not the material things you put, but the deeds you put. Wallahu a'lamu. And Allah knows very well about what we are collecting. And those who don't take this matter seriously, فَبَشِّرْهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Give them tidings of a painful punishment. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ اللَّهُمَّ جَعَلْنَا مِنْهُمْ Except for those who believe and do righteous deeds. لَهُمْ أَجْرٌ غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ So for them is a reward that is uninterrupted. Manna is to cut. So غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ Never to be cut. Meaning never to finish. Never to end. This reward is where? In the hereafter. Not in this world. So toil for that. Not for the fleeting reward and pleasure of this world. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا السماء شقت وأذنت لربها وحقت وإذا الأرض مدت وألقت ما فيها وتخلت وأذنت لربها وحقت يا أيها الإنسان إن 